0: All right, everybody. It's time for our episode of Saturday Night Slam. Saturday Night Slam is the newest podcast that we're doing here. And uh Joe, what's what's up, buddy? Not much. What are we what 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 is our topic of discussion for the first ever Saturday night slam? Well, we're gonna be talking about how to fix WWE. How to fix WWE and WWE you know-
1: slash wrestling slash AEW slash you know the entire business of
0: wrestling speaking of wwe they're they're saying that they're taking SummerSlam uh to las vegas at the new Allegiant stadium out in las vegas on saturday august 21st at 8 p.m eastern time 5 p.m pacific mar- marking the first time the annual event has been held at an nfl stadium i don't know how you're going to get anybody there because you don't have any draws um We're having a bit of problems with audio over on
1: Twitch. Hold on a second. Hold on. I'm going to say something. I'm going to see if I hear it back. Hold on. You should be able to see if I hear it back. Yeah. I'm having that problem where it's like, it picks me up, but it doesn't pick you up. I had this problem last time, but I resolved it somehow. So Uh I got to figure out how to
0: resolve it. It's good. We'll just keep talking since we're yeah, this is just fuck published. it. You know,
1: <laughs> next we'll have it fixed by the next episode. Yeah, the anyway. next
0: episode will be fine over there. Yeah. This, this one, was like a test. Yeah. This is this is our first. This is a pilot. It says
1: I'm playing Splatter House right now. I'm oh not my even God. doing that. What the fuck?
0: It's not even supposed to be let me ask you. So they're taking SummerSlam to Las Vegas. They just released all these talents um and you look at the AEW Double or Nothing pay-per-view that just happened uh, AEW sold an estimated 115,000 buys on all platforms globally according to Brandon Thurston from WrestleNomics the May 30th pay-per-view drew about 6 million dollars total for AEW and its pay-per-view, pay-per-view distributors with the current st- statistics from WrestleNomics Double or Nothing appears to be AEW's second highest selling pay-per-view in its history Revolution is AEW's highest-selling pay-per-view in its history. The March seventh pay-per-view grossed under just 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 under seven million dollars and had around one hundred twenty-five thousand buys. Um, Double or Nothing sold forty-seven hundred tickets um, and generated approximately three hundred thousand dollars in ticket sales. The house, I think, going. I fixed the mic. By the way, I think oh I fixed okay, it. cool. Um, now, let me ask you. AEW selling 115,000 buys across all platforms globally. That's not a lot of buys when it comes to a pay-per-view. But um you got six the pay-per-view drew about 6 million dollars total for AEW and its distributors. Um now if you look at these two pay-per-views, why are these the two highest grossing pay-per-views in AEW's short history? Um revolution being the highest selling pay-per-view in its history now double or nothing being the second highest selling pay-per-view in its history do you know what you you know what sold tickets on that pay-per-view what sting Mm, yeah sting sting sold that pay-per-view for them because at revolution you had sting coming back in the cinematic match and at double or nothing you had him coming back with Darby Allen in the tag team match which he looked absolutely freaking phenomenal um but that's the problem sting's 62 years old sting's not going to be around dude, for he's another he's so old now holy shit dude sting's not going to be around for another 3 years he's just not and you've got guys that are out there like Darby Darby's a great talent i think i, I like watching Darby Allen yeah i like Darby's unique um, I'd never I'd, seen anyone like Darby before. Yeah. He he's different. He's like, he's a, he's, ma- he's
1: a good homegrown talent by AEW.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's one of those things to where I think AEW, if, if we're talking about how to fix them, I think AEW has two guys right off the top of my head that I can sit here and I can look at. And I could be like, yeah, you know what? Those two guys—they could make you a lot of money if you did it right. It's Darby Allen and Brian Cage. I they just think, need to stop the goofy shit. Is what they need to stop. They do it just a little too much. Well, you've also got the Bucks over there. Yeah, and I don't like the Bucks. I don't like them at all. I think they're goofy. I I think that they're too. Yeah. St- they, they 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 they. You know, it would be different. They got a good tag team over there. Have you seen Bear Country? Yeah, yeah, those guys should be your tag team champs. Those two monsters. Um,
1: The Young Bucks haven't evolved, though. That's the problem.
0: Well, they're two small guys. They just do the same shit for the past 10 years. Let's just be honest here. They're two small guys. You're not going to put two small guys in the ring with bear country and think that, honestly, to the casual fan who's just turning it on and they're looking at it and they see someone like the Young Bucks just Oh, what are they going to do? The Meltzer driver to, which is the stupidest name for a finisher. Um, the Meltzer driver to, to, to bear country. Is that what they're going to do? I mean, it is, and then they get in there and they do 6,000 super kicks and they flip 3,000 times and they'll hit each other with a finish probably about four to five times in a match. And then they'll win on a roll up. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Like, that looks so stupid. Like, you're supposed to suspend, you know. Roll-up
1: finishes are awful.
0: Well, I mean, I understand it if it's a small guy beating a big guy.
1: I don't know. Even then, it's like, how does a small guy roll someone up
0: and pin him if he's big? Like, wouldn't he just stand
1: up or something?
0: Well, I mean, like, yeah. But, I mean, you can get away with it, though, when it's a small guy and a big guy, you know. Uh, You can sort of get away with it. But I don't like it when it's like they hit finish, finish, finish. Let's flip out of the ring. And to me, something that's always bothered me uh, is when they when they get outside the ring and somebody's going for a dive and the guy's just standing there just waiting on him to dive like, dude, take a step over and let him fall and hit the, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's so stupid. Just stand there and wait for him. Like that, you you look stupid when you do that. You know they do that a lot in AEW though. They yeah. kind of go through the motions. But if you notice, when Sting made that dive, and and I'm 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 just saying this because the, a lot of the guys from AEW can learn from Sting because when Sting when Sting did the dive off the poker chips, as soon as both guys, as soon as those guys was up, he come off that stage. He was in the air. Like there was nothing you could do with the bucks; yeah. they would have stood there and raised their little wimpy arms. You well, know. it was
1: cool when Sting did it because I didn't expect it to happen. Yeah, but the young bucks do it like twelve times a match, so it's not special.
0: That's the problem. I think that's that's how you know the DDT. Jake Roberts yeah, it's dropping not special somebody anymore? Yep, Jake. Jake Roberts used to drop somebody on its on on their head.
1: NXT then, they do these like inverted Hurricane Rana moves like all the time. Yeah, to the point where it's like. It's literally like doing a DDT. It's not even impressive at all. I don't know why they're still doing it. Which it's also, it's it's like a dangerous move, and WWE won't let pile drivers be used, but they'll let that move. Let people do that move
0: like 12 times a show. It's stupid. Well, something I don't understand is like a lot of these guys now, and I mean, I look at it as a fan, and I mean a lot of fans have never been inside of a wrestling ring. Have you ever been in a ring? No, I have. And it's just like, you know, I know it's not soft. I know the ring's not soft. You know, it's just like, it's not, it can't be good when you're sitting there and you're jumping off the top rope every freaking night. I mean, it's just, it looks so stupid when it's on television and they're like oh it's a, oh that was a great match and then you got these fat guys with these neck beards who sit in their mother's basement and if it's not a freaking spot fest they're sitting there not satisfied with it they're like oh he can't wrestle like i i long for the days when it was john cena and randy orton and batista and triple h i know and like yeah those guys were the last generation of wrestlers randy wrestling. orton and
1: edge was like one of the best matches last year and like back in the day like ecw fans or like the the smart marks would shit on like a wrestler like edge and randy orton like now they're the best wrestlers because they're not you know they're old school now so now people look back on them fondly which is kind of ironic honestly well because it's wrestling it's just like i thought people we don't we never see wrestling anymore no they don't even show it on television anymore like I don't even know what to call what they show on television anymore.
0: Sting and Darby Allen and uh, Scorpio Sky and that other guy. um, That was the first time I believe I've watched AEW and I was like, oh, they had a wrestling match. Yeah, like it was. And it was just like you could tell that, that, Okay, that was a wrestling match. And. You know, they did their whole... And when Sting done that spot, like, from the beginning, you knew this was about to be a Sting match. When Scorpio suplexed him on the stage, which was totally unnecessary, but for some reason, you know Sting wanted to do that. They didn't ask him if he wanted to do it. You know he wanted to do it. But... Because that guy's not going to do anything he doesn't want to do. But... When you look at it, when you when you seen that happen, you 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 know you just knew from that point on that wait a minute, this is about to be good, and the rest of the show the rest the rest of the show was garbage, <laughs> but uh, the the only other good thing I remember about Double or Nothing was Jungle Boy and uh, which that's another one I like I like Jungle Boy, but yeah, uh,
1: I like that Christian put over Jungle Boy, yeah that was smart.
0: That was smart yeah. to put him over um, because TNA Christian would have went over. But, um, yeah, or WWE. Yeah, WWE or TNA or any other company. Christian. Maybe WWE. WWE, they don't like
1: Christian, but they would probably put over a legend, though,
0: yeah, over a new person. I think it was smart. That was smart booking there. I don't know who booked that, but it was smart. Um, Thank God Cody Rhodes wasn't in the match or he would have won ah I know I know I know he hasn't won the title yet I'm surprised he hasn't won the title yet the only reason he
1: hasn't wait I think there was a stipulation where if he lost a match he's not allowed to to wrestle for the title really I'm probably the only person that remembers that but I remember a match like that
0: you know since we're talking about fixing wrestling and we're talking about double or nothing right now um, there was a picture that came out that just totally, it was just like, it, i looked at it and I was like, you're wondering what the freaking problem is. Here's the freaking problem. It was of urban Meyer, Chris Jericho, MJF, and some other people that were there after they did the stadium stampede match and they were watching back what they had just done. And I, they, they leaked that picture. I don't know if they leaked it, but some idiot posted it on social media. And it totally kills your whole angle when you do stuff like that, because maybe, you know, here we are and we, have you know, we're, we know the fix is in like, it's not fake. Like people get hurt. We know that, but, um, the fix is in when it comes to, uh, the finish, you know, but if you're wanting people to suspend, you know, belief, why in the world would you post a, picture like that on social media.
1: Yeah, I don't like when they break kayfabe. It's funny, too, because they try to use social media to advance storylines, but at the same time, they do stuff like that. So it's like they don't know if they want to keep Twitter as part of kayfabe or not.
0: Like, I don't think that... (sighs) And I get it. I get it that, that that a lot of but but a lot of these guys are being paid. If Twitter was around in the '80s, there'd have been nobody breaking kayfabe. I don't think you should ever
1: break kayfabe. I honestly, I think it should still be like that. You don't break kayfabe if you're on camera.
0: Yeah, I don't either. I don't.
1: The only that. time you should break it is if like a fan is filming you and you don't know it or something like that's the only time. Yeah, because I mean, it's not hard to keep your gimmick. Nowadays, because most people, they like wrestle as themselves. So it's like, it's not that hard for them to keep their
0: gimmick. No. And another thing that gets me angry with it is when I see them on social media and they're taking pictures and smiling with fans, but you're supposed to be a heel. You're not supposed to be taking pictures or signing autographs and smiling with fans. There's a reason there's not many Jesse Ventura autographs from, from the eighties is because Jesse Ventura was a heel. Like Roddy Piper, not many people got that guy's autograph in the 80s. Not that many people got, you know, it just didn't happen. Why? Because Keeping they- kayfabe is important because, like, look at
1: someone like Brock Lesnar. He yeah. keeps kayfabe all the time. So people think that, you know, they think he's an actual, like, monster. They'll, like, destroy you if you walk up to him. Like, yeah. That's how it should be. Because that's why it gets people to get excited when Brock Lesnar comes back.
0: Yep, because he ca- keeps kayfabe. Yep, and and it's like Goldberg, like Goldberg keeps kayfabe. Like these marks, they complain about Goldberg. They complain about a lot of the legends, but the the same ones that are complaining are the ones that are buying tickets when WWE's putting them on the putting them on the card, yeah. or AEW's putting them on the card. It's like Jake Roberts. They put him with this guy that he calls himself the Murder Hawk or something like that. The dumbest gimmick I've ever seen, but you know i thought that jake roberts like if you're wanting to bring jake roberts to aew good lord man could somebody have not come up with the idea of putting jake roberts with like good lord brian cage because cage needs someone that can talk for him i feel bad for brian cage because i I feel like
1: nobody's ever tried to like i don't know push him that guy's
0: got the body of adonis
1: man. the only time i've ever seen him get pushed was when he was like on lucha underground it's like the only time dude he's got the body he, he's got the look
0: he can work he, it, dude, he can do like a shooting star press too. he doesn't need to though that's the problem yeah. they don't need to do that you've already got the look don't do it just do but the he's so he's athletic though like he could though yeah, do the like pull that out for a WrestleMania moment. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Like like I
0: don't know though. Brock Lesnar tried to do that at WrestleMania. Ended up almost breaking his neck. Yeah. I, I just I, I don't I don't like it when I sit there and I see someone like Brian Cage or I see someone like uh uh like Ambrose or what what is it, Moxley. Uh anyway, he's like like Moxley and Kingston, the those two guys, like I think Moxley and Kingston are a really good tag team. I think yeah, you could set I like that, Eddie Kingston. I think you could set that up for a really big feud down the road. They win the tag titles, they lose them. Typical, you know, um, typical screwy finish. They try to get them back. They can't do it. Eddie Kingston starts getting frustrated on screen. Um, if you're pushing Mox
1: Eddie Kingston is like a
0: tech book textbook like
1: wrestler wrestler yeah like if you wanted to have see a wrestling match they would book eddie kingston but i don't watch AEW so i don't know what they really do and i'm assuming that they haven't booked eddie kingston in any kind of match like a one-on-one match worth watching
0: uh they they have it i want to see it seems like
1: every time i watch AEW it's just nothing but matches it i just don't really care about
0: like if they want to bump the ratings at AEW, could someone over there please book Eddie Kingston versus Sting in your main event? Bump. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be great. I mean, Eddie Kingston would take care of him. He's got a big mouth. Let him feud with Sting for a while. Let him let him get that. Let him go over Sting. I don't care. I'm a Sting fan, but you know, put it let him let Sting put him over. Put him over I the can't top. believe
1: that Sting's able to move the way he can uh, at god. 60
0: years old. Let me ask can
1: you, you think of any wrestler that was 60 years old and could wrestle like Sting? Rick Flair. H- how old was Rick Flair when he retired? I think he was like 64.
0: Okay, well, I guess Rick Flair would be the only one then. Rick Flair and Sting, like that's it. They're 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 just built different.
1: Like you look at Undertaker, like oh my god, he could barely move, and he only wrestled like once a year. Like, how did that happen?
0: Let me ask you a question. Do you think the dream match with the Undertaker... Because WWE... Now, if we're talking about ways to I fix... I don't
1: think Undertaker wanted to do that match because Sting would have made him look bad.
0: If, if we're talking about ways to fix WWE, WWE missed out on probably... I don't know, at least a million dollars. Cause I think that match would have sold at least a million dollars by itself.
1: Well, they fucked up when they put sting versus triple H instead of sting versus undertaker undertaker. had just lost the streak to where there would have been no match that could have possibly
0: made meant anything sense.
1: anymore, you know, unless it was sting versus undertaker that would, and that should have been the last match and he should have left, but they don't care about that. They care about money is all they care about. And now Undertaker's almost a cripple.
0: Well, that would have been money. Like you would have made more money. That I know. Night. Like if
1: they could be smart, you know, they could have made, you're right. They could have made more money faster than dragging it out. That, dragging Undertaker out once a year.
0: If they would have held off and not had Undertaker at that next WrestleMania after he lost the street, if they wouldn't have had him at 31 and they would have held him off to 32 in Dallas. Right. And they would have booked sting and Taker. If they would have held Sting off and said, you know what? We're not putting you in there, but we're going to Dallas and we need a legitimate sellout. So we're going to take this and we're going to say it's going to be Sting and Taker. Give those guys two years, two years to prepare for one match.
1: People would have been excited just for Undertaker if they had left Undertaker off TV that long. Yeah. For like a year and a half or whatever.
0: Yeah. Have Taker come back. It's Survivor Series as a surprise tag team partner or a surprise, you know, like how you do the Survivor Series matches have Taker come back like that or, you know, something like that and then have have Sting just like have Taker in the rumble and then have Sting in the rumble, like have Sting show up and just eliminate Taker. Like and he's not even in the rumble. Like that could have been Sting's debut. Well, like,
1: WWE did a good job when Sting debuted though.
0: Yeah, they did, but and then they just uh, they they buried him at WrestleMania. They could have had Sting and Triple H at Fastlane, or they could have made it Sting. And that Kane. Sting
1: Triple H match it wasn't even a match. No, either. it was just it was like a segment or something. Do
0: you believe that that was because Sting couldn't work, or do you believe that's because Triple H couldn't work?
1: I, I, don't, I mean, I guess Triple H was afraid Sting would outwork him. But I've seen Triple H work. You would think he could at least like put on some kind of match against Sting that would have been okay. Because like nowadays, Triple H is awful in the ring. But like back then, he was, you know, halfway decent. I mean, he wasn't in such bad shape.
0: I mean, I I think that the, well, Ric Flair, let's go back to this. Ric Flair at at Sting's Hall of Fame when they inducted him into the Hall of Fame at 32, right? So Rick Flair says in his speech, I remember this, Rick Flair says, I told you, Hunter, he was never gonna take <clears throat> sorry, he was never gonna take a deep breath and he didn't, did he? And he pointed right at him because he was talking about Sting taking a deep breath during the match. And I always wondered, was all those run-ins because Sting couldn't work? Or because Triple H couldn't work. Then you've seen the matches with Rollins. Yeah. And then you it's seen- such a
1: bad idea. I mean, I remember marking out over the run-ins, but it's like you would like in my mind, and honestly, like Triple H versus Sting never even happened. They never even had a match.
0: No. Like they could have
1: just had a regular match. It was like 30 minutes and then you could have just had Triple H beat him legitimately. Like, why did he have to beat him by using a sledgehammer? It just made both of them look bad and well, just ruined everything. Do you I think don't understand that?
0: Do you think that that if he would have beat him legitimately? What do you people think? would have
1: been shocked? You would have been like, Holy shit, Triple H actually beat Sting. Wow, Triple H is actually pretty good. That's what it would have been like, but they had to put on that awful display that they did it just confused everybody so because nwo hated sting and then they come out to help sting
0: well i mean it's obviously you couldn't have lex luger come out there like
1: why do they have to make it a wcw versus wwe thing like 20 years later
0: because that's all they've got like like that's their creative mindset like that's that's honestly who cares about
1: wcw anymore like it Like most most kids nowadays don't even know what WCW is. No. Like it's such old news.
0: Yeah, like even the kids in the crowd, half of them probably didn't even know who Sting was, but they seen this cool dude coming out with face paint and they were freaking out when he debuted. A lot of the kids probably didn't even know who he was. And it's just the gimmick. Yeah, kids probably
1: didn't know who Sting was either. But
0: no, yeah, but the gimmick gets him over. He's immediately over when he walks into a room. Well, they did it. They did such a good job when he debuted,
1: though, that, you know, even if you didn't know who he was, you knew he was a big deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's been the problem with WWE for a while. So let me ask you, let me ask you this. If if you were to fix WWE right now, if you were to fix AEW right now, what is the number one go to thing that you would try to do?
1: I would just try to make the matches more realistic and more serious and just get rid of all the goofy stuff.
0: Like when you say goofy stuff, what do you mean? Like, are you talking about like how the Fiend and Alexa Bliss and America? Dude,
1: honestly, I I really liked the Fiend at first, but now I don't like him anymore because it's just, I don't know. It's weird.
0: Well, it, it- when they did the whole election, you know know what I don't
1: like? It's because they don't have the balls to go all out when they push somebody. Like they pushed the fiend so strong. He was kicking out of like six curb stomps. And now he gets beat with one RKO. It's like, they always do this every time they did it with Kane. Kane was so strong. And then he just started losing and then they turn him into a comedy act. And it was, they do this every time. It's, it's just, it's, like why watch it? It's like running on a hamster wheel. It's just the same thing over and over. They did it with Braun Strowman. They had Strowman beat like five people in the chamber, and then had him squash Goldberg. And then they had him like in matches against Sami Zayn, where like I'm I don't know if Sammy beat him, but like it's like you see Braun Strowman. Braun should be like Brock Lesnar and just destroying
0: people. Sami Zayn, I don't know how that guy still has. Bobby a job.
1: Lashley should have been like Brock Lesnar, destroying people the whole time. He shouldn't just your, be
0: having regular matches. It doesn't make
1: sense. That's your big
0: money match.
1: You gotta push people. That they don't push people. That that that's the main thing I would do is push people.
0: That you know, if you're WWE, that's your big money match right there.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're gonna do that. Bobby and Brock—that's
0: your—that's your big money match. That's that's legitimately. There's when, been rumors they're gonna do it at SummerSlam. Well, when you look at their roster, what else do they have? I mean, what are they gonna do? Try to throw Roman in there and get—they
1: have up? to start pushing people, or they're gonna go out of business because you can't keep relying on Brock Lesnar. He's like 45 something years old. Bobby's old too. I know Bobby's old too. It's like, what what are they gonna do? They're just—they're just gonna go out of business, well, and, I, and people think that we're not gonna see WWE go out of business
0: in our lifetime. We've seen serious. We've seen JCPenney go out of. Dude, business. Dude, they're gonna be out of business in the next ten years. We've seen Sears go out of business.
1: <laughs> Dude, Chuck E. Cheese's went out of business. No, I'm pretty sure. No, no,
0: no, they're open. I
1: remember hearing rumors they were going out of business. Yeah, they. Like, were going everybody's out. going out.
0: But, I mean, think about it, though. Like, people think that, oh, the WWE is too big to go out of business. Well, let me tell you something. They're not. It's any, anybody. Nobody's safe in a capitalist society. You're just not. At yeah. some point, if somebody comes along and invests enough money, does the right things, and you don't even Dude, have
1: Dude, AEW to, could kill WWE because they're literally them. the same as
0: WWE. They're not that much different. They could kill them. They could kill WWE. It, but they don't have any killers. Like, the only killers they've got over there – are, are all the guys over 40? Well, well what, they got, what they need to do is they need to get somebody who
1: is like Brock Lesnar or something, have him tear through everybody, go on an undefeated streak and just beat everybody is what they need to do, and they need to push him for years. That's all, that's all you have to do in wrestling. It's fake. You just have to build <laughs> somebody up and push them and have them win. How? Name one person that they have done that with in the last 10 years. Like
0: They did it with Cena. Yeah. And he was like
1: one of the biggest wrestlers ever. Everybody hated him, but he still won constantly. It was like, everybody looks back on him.
0: It's like AJ Styles. He's the best they got over there, but he's not, he he don't have the belt. Why?
1: I know. I've never understood that either. It's like the the champion should be the best
0: wrestler every time. Well, it doesn't even have to be the best wrestler. AJ's like, it, it should be the guy who can make the most money. Yeah. I, I would bet money that AJ outsells Roman or, you know, even I don't know about. Well, yeah, I I would bet he outsells Bobby, too. Well, but the, the reason I like the fiend is because I thought he was like a,
1: something that could transcend wrestling and draw, draw in like new people. Because if you're flipping through the channels and you see the fiend, you might stop and be like, what is this? Yeah. And then my, you might actually watch wrestling. I believe that that needs to be a big part of wrestling. That's why I used to like Finn Balor for a while because he had the demon gimmick.
0: I never they, liked they, him.
1: They took it away from him.
0: I never liked him. Yeah. He just wasn't believable. Like to me, like looking at Finn Balor, I don't care that he paints his face, he's still not believable. are you going to put him in the ring with Undertaker? You're going to tell me that Ray Mysterio can't beat the Undertaker, but Finn Balor can. There's, I mean, there's no size difference. I mean, Ray's a little, you know, Ray's got more muscle on him than Finn well, does.
1: Yeah. Ray put on some good matches, though, against Undertaker. And I guess Kane. I don't
0: know about Kane. Yeah. I don't, I just never, I just never like Finn Balor. And
1: Daniel Bryan's small, but he put on really good matches with Roman recently.
0: Daniel Bryan could wrestle a broomstick and make it.
1: WWE losing Daniel Bryan is like a big
0: blow. Did they lose him? Yeah, he left. Did he go to Japan? Like the last time i seen him. Nobody
1: knows where he's going to go. They've been in negotiations with... um, WWE's been in negotiations with New Japan to let Daniel wrestle in New Japan while he's under contract with WWE.
0: I think that's honestly smart, and I think that's what's I think that's what's wrong with WWE is I think that you know like NXT. I, I think
1: that actually might happen too because you haven't really seen any New Japan wrestlers on AEW recently. We'll see. Yeah, At least I don't
0: think you. Yeah, have. you have Eugene Nagata wrestled uh, John Moxley for the. But I think
1: uh, that was before the negotiations began, though. That was before Daniel Bryan was even gone. I'm pretty sure.
0: Whoa! Well, I mean, so that may have fell through. I I, I don't know, but you know, well, Mox is still their United States champion, but you know, anyway, uh, they like, I I think that's the problem with WWE. Like you got guys like Matt Riddle. I don't like Matt Riddle. I just, I, I look at him and it's just like, no, I don't know. Like, but you got guys that are in WWE. Like they took Otis and made a comedy gimmick out of him. Um, and then you got you got Bobby, you got Roman. I mean, Roman's terrible. I get it. I mean, a lot of people hate him, but I mean, just like me and you were talking earlier, he's one of those people like you just legitimately hate and people just love what to hate him. What they're doing
1: with Roman right now is what they could have done with John Cena back in the
0: day. They could still do it with him.
1: I guess. I don't know. It's I I it's been a while since I've seen a good John Cena match honestly aj and cena was that the last good one well that was like six five six years ago four or five years ago now though
0: yeah was that the last good one though
1: it may have been
0: i know taker's quashing him that was a good one <laughs> <laughs> that was like the beginning of the end for John Cena. i didn't i didn't expect that dude they they buried john cena at wrestlemania i never thought i'd see that well he's still buried I never thought I would see him bury John Cena, but they buried him.
1: They want to do Roman Reigns versus John Cena.
0: I don't know why. Slim. I don't know why. I, I know. I, it's not a good idea. Do Goldberg, tra- Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. There's your match. Well, I'm sure they probably will do that eventually. It was supposed to happen, but you know... Roman's been having
1: good matches, even if he's been being carried through them. Like, he had a good match against Cesaro. Hmm. It's not that it matters, though, because, I mean, nobody thought that Cesaro was going
0: to win. I like Cesaro. I think, I think his ship has sailed, as far as you know.
1: Cesaro is just another wrestler that fell through the cracks, just like Brian Cage is probably going to fall through the cracks. Uh, Help. Like, I mean, it's just, it's like that with a lot of people.
0: Like, when I look at Cody over at AEW, I don't look at Cody Rhodes and think, oh, that's a main event guy. Like, I just don't. You know, I I just don't look at him like he's main event, and I it's mean,
1: weird how Cody and the Gold Dust, they had such a really good match at that one AEW. Yeah, and now every Gold Dust match I see on AEW, it's just like how he was in WWE. He's just so boring and awful.
0: I don't know. I, I it's I, like I don't understand. I don't know. I I mean, I I like like. I just, like, when I say that I don't see Cody as a main eventer, like, that's no disrespect, what I'm just saying, you know. it's. Just, I mean,
1: I don't think you even have to be a main eventer. If you can just at least be a good wrestler who's entertaining, because I feel like most wrestlers aren't even entertaining anymore.
0: Yeah, and, and his promo, like, to, what gets me with Cody Rhodes is that his promos are just bland. They're just yeah. bland. It's just like, it, it's just like, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to slap her down and I'm going to take the AEW TNT title, which is the dumbest name for a championship there's ever been. Let's name a title after a network that could drop us at any time. Oh, wait, they did. I know they're not even on TNT anymore. Now we're
1: moving to TBS. Are they going to rename it the TBS title? No, they're
0: keeping it TNT because they're going to run su- su- super cards on TNT. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. There's real super cards they got going.
0: Oh, my God. It's terrible.
1: Dude. Cody Rhodes like, versus Obono o or whatever his name is.
0: I- I'm waiting for when they do Cody versus Sting. Like, they teased that in the beginning. Like, when he came in, I was like, of course, Cody's going to work with Sting. And I thought that you know, I thought that that was going to happen. But dude, I don't know. I I, if 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 I had to rebook anything, if if you could, I think AEW would be smart in booking, like getting someone. Like I don't care how much it would cost, and I don't care if WWE would sue me. Like I would legitimately find a back channel to Paul Heyman, see how much time he's got left on his contract, see how much he wants, and then I'd pay him. And then I'd bring Paul Heyman to AEW. I'd pair him with Brian Cage immediately. And I would have Paul Heyman cut promos. This is the reinvention of Brian Cage. This is a caged animal, you know, and I'm going to unleash him. Like I unleashed the beast up north, you know. Say something like that to where it's just like, <gasps> you know. But have him, have him with Brian Cage, and then have Cage go out. Have uh, like I, I know this is terrible. People hate Marco Stunt, and I do too. But I would have Marco Stunt versus Brian Cage, and I would have Brian Cage just totally mop the floor with him. I wouldn't have him. Like I would go two months to where people would get so sick of seeing Brian cage, just mop the floor with everybody. They would get so mad that they would want to see somebody beat him. Yeah. And that's the, what you had to do, but yep. nobody does that. And then I would get, and then I would get Cody in the ring and we'd be like at the next pay-per-view we're having Cody versus Brian cage and everybody would be like, right, well, you know, Cody's going to win. Right. Then I would have Brian cage mop the floor with Cody Rhodes, like Brock Lesnar, John Cena. That was booked perfectly. Um, And then I would just have Brian Cage just beat the living crap out of everybody, just everybody. Like I would have Brian Cage attack Sting or something and have him beat the crap out of Sting and um, then have Darby and Brian Cage and then have, you know, of course, Cage win and build that thing up for like six, eight months for a feud, maybe a year. Build, build it up just keep building brian cage up and then when it happens and then it's cage and it's it's cage and uh omega whoever they got the title on i would have cage i would have cage just wipe the floor with the champion and then i would start building somebody else up to who we who, he's going to stay on top for a while we're going to start building this face right now cuz he's heel we're going to build a baby face right now right when you get right when you ascend him to the top start building your baby face for a year and then have your baby face and your top heel clash at your biggest show that's simple booking to me like that 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 is just to me it's just it makes too much sense and i i think that's the problem with it it makes too much sense So I don't know. I, I I don't honestly don't know what their problems are. I don't understand it, and maybe I won't ever understand it, but, you know, it's life. How do you feel about Drew McIntyre? I don't like him. I don't like him either. I don't like his promos. I don't like him. I, I think he looks stupid. Um, I, just, just, I just don't. They
1: have him come out, and he, like, smiles good because he's face. Yeah, I, that's I,
0: something else they do.
1: They have the faces smile when they come out.
0: Like I, I wouldn't do it.
1: Like what, what? It like WWE. They're just so like I, that. That just ruins, completely ruins. Drew McIntyre. He comes out smiling all the time, like cracking jokes, like he's John Cena. It's just it's so exhausting watching it. I just can't watch it anymore. the next pay-per-view's hell in a cell not not only do they have they ruined wrestlers but they've ruined match types too WWE has ruined all, the ruined everything about the hell in a cell match just like they've ruined the tlc matches and the money in the bank matches and the elimination chamber matches they've ruined all like the good matches that they had yeah cuz they're not special anymore and they just they turned them into pay-per-views where it's like, okay, it's time for a hell in a cell match. Yeah. We're not going to book a feud around it. Like
0: it's so dumb. Yeah. Well, I guess we will call this part one of fixing wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess we'll continue this next Saturday night. Cause I gotta go. I got stuff to do. I guess we'll continue this next Saturday night forty minute debut pilot. That's not bad. I mean, we'll have everything bugs worked out and everything for next Saturday night. If we're not running, I
1: think I got everything fixed on Twitch. But I'll try to have it next week where like I stream on YouTube and Twitch and maybe something else. Yeah, because it's hard to get views on Twitch because Twitch doesn't let people know. Like, if you have like one viewer, like. I don't know. It's hard to explain because I like to watch channels on Twitch that have low view accounts because they're more interesting than the ones that have like 5,000 views. Because yeah. those are usually like the weird, like titty streamers and the fucking hot tubs. It, it's, I don't know. It's not as interesting. I would be way more interested in watching a show like this, honestly, but Twitch doesn't promote it. Yeah. So we'll be on YouTube next week probably.
0: All right, everybody. Well, this has been the first episode of Saturday Night Slam where it's a splash to the ear. <laughs> all right, Joe, we're getting out of here, buddy. All right. I'm going to have to figure out how to get off get off of all this. <laughs> good night everybody. Yeah,
1: good night. <laughs>